Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky. And Colin. And we are here to test your might. <laughs> Mortal Combat! <laughs> the most annoying thing to voice. <laughs> The best part about that like original song from like the 1995 Mortal Kombat is that if you listen to the the soundtrack like the song itself and like I think it plays in the in the end credits basically the verse of the song is them just naming Mortal Kombat characters <laughs> yeah. it's like Sonya Blade yeah. Luke Kano <laughs> Jax and then they just have a guy Sub-Zero. yell Mortal Kombat <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> just naming so people. Popular. Yeah. Noob Cybot. <laughs> this isn't really like anything that's going to affect the review. What, what do you think of the new version in the new one? The new song? Yeah. Like, like the, the same end thing, credits? It's, yeah, it's the same song, but they basically made it dubstep. Yeah, I thought dubstep was over with. <laughs> it's a 2000 fucking like 9, 2010 or something right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew this movie was in production for a while, but damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, they, they made it during the Skrillex out here cashing checks. <laughs> <laughs> Knife party, Skrillex. Uh, that might be all the dubstep artists I can name. Uh, I only <laughs> had the one. Yeah. And I um, hate that I knew that one. It's it's funny. Uh when we were playing in, in bands together, there was one day we were driving to a show and I was driving uh, Dave. And I don't, I don't mind saying this because I don't think Dave listens to the show. But, but he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on him. I just thought this was funny. We were we were driving and we were talking about dubstep and Dave, because Dave's like really into like music and music theory and stuff like that. And he's like a phenomenal trombone player. And I think at the time he was in college, but he was like, he was like, yeah, man, he's like, I'm just uh, like really happy that people are finally taking advantage of low frequency sounds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I was like, I like that word. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the one positive takeaway from dubstep. <laughs> uh, really, really given low frequencies of voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glad to see that representation out yeah. there. They've been shunned for so long. <laughs> Oh yeah, Shun Shun Lee, different fighting game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a 
totally do. That's Street Fighter. Every Mortal Kombat fan is just like, fuck you. <laughs> you fucking tool. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't don't be a don't be a freaking um, Yoshimitsu out there. <laughs> That's Tekken. Yeah, I never got really into Tekken that much. Oh man, loved Tekken. Had that on the uh, the OG PlayStation. Loved Tekken, but also loved Mortal Kombat. Grew up on Mortal Kombat. Sega. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sega. Mortal Mortal Kombat was always always was and always has been my favorite fighting game. Um, I think I mentioned it when we did the trailer park on this, but yeah, like MK two is like one of my first games ever. When I was a kid, I was like five or like four. My kids, my parents got me a Genesis and they got me MK two as like one of the first games. And, uh, I think basically after that, I was just like, everything else is just not as good. I've played street fire a little bit. I do like Marvel vs. Capcom. I think Marvel vs. Capcom is like, oh, is very so fun, good. but it's also just straight button mashing. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, a lot of the games back then were, mm-hmm. but then it advances as it goes along. And honestly, I think of all of the fighting games, I've enjoyed the way Mortal Kombat has advanced the most, both in like the playable, like like the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like like the button like mechanics yeah. of the game itself. I think make the most sense, and it's the most fun. Like, Street Fighter is, like, a nightmare for me to play. I fucking hate Street Fighter games, especially modern ones. Like, yeah. I can't do shit in them. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter is, uh... Like, that's, like, the thing. I, I think Mortal Kombat has a, um... It's, like, a lower skill floor, I guess, if that makes sense. Where, like... Yeah. You can play it even if you're not that good and still be okay. But it has a very high ceiling. Like, you can... There's definitely big separation between kids who are, like serious about it and not like i remember when deception came out and they added online play and i was like oh yeah let me go on and then i would basically just like oh i suck because <laughs> yeah. all these kids online would just rip you apart but street fighter is like yeah if you're not really good at it then you just can't play it <laughs> that's that's how it goes yeah not a fan of that haven't played a tekken game in a long time i'll play it when i see it at an arcade i'll be like oh shit tekken tag fuck yeah let's go through that and see how that is but mm-hmm. that's that's got other weird mechanics, but yeah, the Mortal Kombat games always stuck with me. I haven't gotten any of the new ones in like the last like two releases or so, but I had the one for like PlayStation Three. I think is the last time. The last one that they made, like I guess last gen or whatever, there was XL Dead- or ten. Oh, well, I was I was gonna say, um, you know, eleven is the one that's out now, but then like in right. I guess uh, on the PS Four. Xbox One, they came out with Mortal Kombat 10, which is X, and then they did the reboot in 2011, which is the first game just updated, which is very good. But I think the last one that they did before that, which would be like PS3, was they did Armageddon, which is the one that they put every character in, which I I hated that game. That's the only Mortal Mm -hmm. Kombat game that I actively dislike. And then the one before was Deception, which I love. Deception had like a chest mode in it and like a Tetris mode. And that was the first one that put in like an actual campaign. Yeah. But that one was really cool. I don't know if that was the one you're talking about, but. Oh, I don't know. No, maybe I did have one for PlayStation four and I got rid of it or something. I don't remember, man. 
<laughs> I know I had one that I've played fairly recent-ish. I remember long ago, I think on PlayStation 2 days, I used to play uh, Deadly Alliance all the time. Mm-hmm. Deadly Alliance. That was the jam. Yeah, I was going to say, you boot up Deadly Alliance, and then they had that like douche rock song by Edema, and it was like, you can't kill me, I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So good. Got, like, Very Scorpion throwing his spear. <laughs> Love it. So I love it. It is immortal. <laughs> yeah, those games are sweet, man. But we're going to talk all about all that. We're going to talk about the movie, obviously, because that's what we're here. Fucking new Mortal Kombat movie. I have a question. This is a very Mortal Kombat heavy conversation. Do we go? This is probably the most we've talked on brand, like on topic about a not even about the movie, but like best lead up to talking about the movie because have you watched the um it was a couple of years ago they made these they were on YouTube and they were like like hard R rated like videos and it was like this Mortal Kombat I think it was called Legacy like Legacy yeah that's the one oh, mm-hmm. so cool do you remember when those came out I was I was like why isn't this a movie yeah there's you know there's there's like a lot of like um kind of like smaller like MK stuff that's uh, either like like you're saying the YouTube series. There's also an animated series, which I'm trying to remember what mm-hmm. that one was called. But uh, like in the animated series, um, Striker is voiced by Ron Perlman. Like they got like big hmm. name actors in it and stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that's like not the movies that. Like, yeah, when I saw them, I'm just like man, this is like really cool. Like they should, they could make something really good with Mortal Kombat. And then now now we're here. Um, we'll talk about this but yeah like i don't i haven't seen all of them i've seen a few of them though and they are dope yeah i remember watching all of them when they were coming out because i was just like so into it like I, I love all of the layers of like lore that have been added to mortal Kombat over the years because mm-hmm. yeah obviously it just started out it's like yeah it's a tournament that's it so it's got a tournament mode it's a perfect kind of arcade game it's just cool characters interesting characters um, very like spe- each character has a specific move set. It was really unique compared to like other other games that were out at the time. Well, like, like it was a phenomenon. Yeah, I was gonna say the first Mortal Kombat was made by just like a few people, and it, they wanted it like just to be like a quick project, like something that they were just gonna churn out real quick. But like the things that kind of because Street Fighter was already out at the time, and one like Street Fighter looked really cartoony, like it had like definitely cartoony graphics. And then the thing that like set Mortal Kombat apart was that they just used photographs of real people and then digitized them. So it like they looked like real people. And then obviously, I think even Ed Boon, who's like the main guy for all the Mortal Kombat games, he basically said like, yeah, if we didn't like put the blood and the fatalities in it, like it probably would have never taken off. And he, ba- yeah. he basically said like, we didn't make it to take off. We thought it was just gonna make this quick thing we put out, and that was it. But uh, but yeah, I mean. It's it's crazy uh, when you look at like what it was and then like what it what it has become and then yeah like you're saying I think the things that really set it apart other than the violence is really like I don't I can't think of another fighting game specifically that has the type of story and like lore and then as good of characters as Mortal Kombat yeah because I think you, you play a lot of fighting games and you're just like oh I'm gonna play this guy because he looks cool or he's got good combos or whatever but then like there's certain characters and we're going to do something at the end of this episode where we're going to talk some of the characters that aren't in this movie that we hope 
show up in sequels or whatever. Um, there's a few that like I like strictly just because I'm like, oh, that's a really cool story that they have right there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited to get into all of that. Um, yeah, we've been... Uh, I saw this movie before you, actually, and I was just like, did you see it yet? And you're like, no. I was like, shit. And then when you told me you finally did, I was like, nice, but still can't talk to you about it until we're on the podcast. So yeah, <laughs> here we are. We've been waiting for it. Another action-packed week, baby. Mm-hmm. But before we do... You know, all that Mortal Kombat uh, talk, even though we've already been talking Mortal Kombat and whatnot. (laughs) Um, You know, Trailer Park. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had like a thought. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) We're just throwing it. Laziest throw to the Trailer Park. What are we talking today? Well, my good man, we are talking MCU, but we're on brand because we're talking some martial arts. Mm-hmm. We're talking fucking Shang-Chi. Finally released the trailer for this movie. We have more Marvel trailers than we do movies coming out now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's almost They're just, just like Marvel's trailers. just become a like a we release trailers and TV shows. Yeah, we, you know, we're not going to talk about it, but like Falcon's over with, um, but yeah, like they've released so many things. I haven't, I, and you sent it to me actually too. I haven't even watched the new Loki trailer yet. Oh dude, that is so good. That's such a good trailer. Is it? Yeah. And fun fact, I saw this trailer come out, was super excited to, uh, watch it, but, um, me and Brianna were at like, a. Her sister's birthday, we were celebrating. It was like a family event. And I think I think it was that day. But anyway, we were like around a bunch of people. I couldn't like pull out my phone and watch it. But I saw it came out. So I've only watched this trailer with the sound off because I couldn't watch, like draw attention to the fact that I was like on my phone. And there was a few things even with the sound off. I was just like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Um, but I'm, act- I'm really looking forward to watching this because I actually haven't like really watched it yet. Well... Let's just jump into it then. I, I do have one question before we start, actually, real quick. Do you know oh, much okay. about this character? Because I I don't. No, I can't even act like I do. I'm, I'm, I love Marvel, read a lot of comics, seen all the movies. I really don't know much about Shang-Chi, his origin, anything like that. Okay. Well, yeah, then so we're I'm, the- I'm pretty much useless. All right. I was going to say, like, maybe you can enlighten me, but maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. All right, let's get into this. Reminds me of Kill Bill. Yeah. I gave you 10 years to live your life. See, I didn't know Aquafina was in this, and I'm pretty stoked that she and where is. Did that get you? Yeah, she's awesome. You walked in my shadow. I trained you so the most dangerous people in the world couldn't kill you. It's time for you to take your place by my side. You better watch out, cause it's my time. 
Are they doing the man? Uh, That's not going to happen. Yeah, the Mandarin. Yeah. I don't know. That was cool. Yeah. Who are you? Ooh, I like that title card too. Right? Yeah. Cool. So, granted, we're, we didn't talk like at all during that trailer, but something that I like about the trailer is that it's not, and I think this is because of just how far out we are from seeing these movies. Like, the trailer is very vague. Yeah. Like, sure. I don't, you don't really get any plot elements with the exception of like the bare bones, just like he's trained from a young age to be a great martial artist. That's pretty much it. And, and now people are after him. Yeah. This comes out in five months, right? I think it's five months. Really? Yeah. I think it's, com it's coming out in September. Oh, right. This got pushed ahead of Eternals. Yeah. It's this, then Eternals. That's so weird. Why? Dude, I just need to know what's going on with Marvel. I don't get it. Like, we got the shows and stuff, but, like, they don't really seem to play too deeply into... Granted, I haven't finished um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You can tell WandaVision is setting up Doctor Strange too, but, like, Shang-Chi, new character, origin story, it's probably not going to be too closely related to any other Marvel movies with the exception of some overlapping, like, themes, characters, that kind of... And I'm sure, like, there's going to be some sort of talk about the impact of uh, of the, the blip and everything. That's even if it takes place post-blip. Like, who knows, man? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm so in the dark. I, yeah, I'm not sh I think it's tough to say because I'm trying to remember what it's called. There's a MCU short, I think you can find it on YouTube, I can't remember if it was a post credit scene or not, but there's a this is the short and it's the Mandarin from uh like the fake Mandarin from uh Iron Man three and mm -hmm. he's talking to someone and the guy's got a tattoo on his wrist and it's got ten rings on it and yeah. it looks it looks like there's see again like it, it's very vague so I don't know when they're talking about like the villain like I think it's when they finally say like there's like other people like out there that are. I, don't, I can't remember the wording in the trailer, but they show someone and it kind of looks like the Mandarin outfit from the comics with the green. Yeah. I wonder if the, if this might, maybe this is one of those things where they're improving like a movie that a lot of people don't like and this maybe like expands on the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. I don't know. Well, um, I think an actor was confirmed to play the Mandarin for this because I think when they did the big Marvel announcements of all the new movies, like it slowly faded to who that who the actor was playing and it said the mandarin and people like lost their mind like oh finally we're gonna see the real mandarin oh that would be cool actually i'm on so i th i think that's gonna come in there i don't know if that was necessarily who they showed us or 
how he's going to come into play with everything else. But I am see the hard. The, this is the hard part for me. I am very interested, but I'm not necessarily like, oh my god, this looks like it's going to be fucking awesome. Like how some other MCU movies really get me hyped mm-hmm. because it's all new. I don't really know the character. I don't have a lot of like history of like reading the character and knowing like what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be most people going into this. Shang-Chi is not a super popular character in the comics that he's going to have like a lot of big name draw, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be like lackluster or shitty or anything. Cause like, look at what they did with guardians of the galaxy. Nobody gave a fuck about them in the comics until the movie. Yeah. And you know, it, it, here's the thing also with like all the Marvel movies too, is you look at like who's directing it, who's writing it. Fun fact writer on this movie is a writer on Mortal Kombat. So there, there's a oh, nice wow. tie there. But uh, everything's going through Kevin Feige. And, Feige? and uh, at this point, like, you can't even question it. You're just like, yeah, they've done such a good job of, like, intertwining everything, making sure the continuity is all correct, uh, improving other movies. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're doing, but I have complete faith. And like, like, like you're saying, like, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know the character, but I'm I'm 100% confident that it's going to be true to the character, even though we don't know what it is. But also, like, you know, definitely set things up, even if you don't see that it is, uh, because at this point, every movie at some point is going to improve another movie. It seems like that way, at least. Yeah, I went I'm on the I'm on IMDb right now. There's not anyone listed as the Mandarin in the cast. Oh, maybe I'm wrong, but. It's a very short cast list on IMDb. It's like 10 names. So there's probably a lot of, uh, you know, people not not confirmed. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I I do think it looks cool, though. I like the music in it, even though it's like not really the music that I'm into. It's kind of cool. It seems fitting for the movie, though. Yeah. The martial arts part of it, I actually think is like what I'm most excited about. Like there's kind of like that scene at the end with like the car and stuff. Yeah, like a uh, like the bus like crashing and all that doesn't do much for me for me, but the actual fighting on the bus looks pretty cool. That's the one thing I'm very worried about with Black Widow is that it's going to be way too much of like a CGI fest because they they keep showing like this big set piece and I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna go numb. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. This one has some <clears throat> some kind of scenes like that, like where I'm looking at it and I'm like, ooh, I don't, I don't. I don't I'm yeah. going in open yeah. mind, but that looks like it's going to be all CGI right there. So the, the part where like all those like animals that they're like riding on or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the, the, yeah. I was feeling the same thing. The The scene they show before that, that's kind of a, uh, it's like in the forest. I think that looks very cool. Um, but yeah, that, again, this might be like the most vague we've ever been with a trailer park. <laughs> Cause we're just like, yeah, I don't really know much, but it looked cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if again, Mar- Marvel's track record, makes you believe that it's going to be going to be good. This whole like beginning of phase four, I'm just very intrigued. I don't want to really want to say anything too much about Falcon and the winter soldier. Uh, Cause I know you, you haven't finished it, but Falcon and the winter soldier for me felt a little bit more on brand maybe with just like what a superhero show or something could be. But like Wanda had a ton of intrigue to it. Um, I'm I'm very interested in the Eternals. Like I don't have no idea what they're going to do with that. And then we've talked before. They have got a lot of things planned that are like very different. Like I want to know what they're going to do with Blade or like 
Doctor Strange 2 being in a horror film and stuff. This is another one where I think for the first time in probably a while, a lot of Marvel fans are kind of like, I really have no idea what the fuck they're going to do right now. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't. I'm I'm in the dark, man. But this gives us some time. Maybe we could do some research on Shang-Chi and maybe there's more hiding in this trailer that we don't know about. That'd be something interesting, like if there's any Swampies who know more about this character that can kind of like fill us in on what we're missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, I think I'm, I'm into it. I also, it, it looks like they're going to sh- go into his past with his dad. Like it looks like his dad's, because he says something in here like, uh, like it gave you 10 years to live your life, something like that. And then they show him like as a kid. So it looks like maybe like his childhood's going to be kind of fucked. And then he basically just like, you can go live for a little bit, but I'm going to like watch you. Yeah. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that character wise, this is, this is a, a cool character that we're going to like. Cause that is one thing there. There's been a few characters in Marvel recently where I'm like, like I'm not the biggest fan. You're a little too perfect or whatever. Like, this I think that could be really cool. And uh but yeah, just just in general. I think the character might be might be cool. They might have a lot of layers to them. Yeah, I'm just I'm into it. Interested too. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh we'll see. I'm sure there's gonna they're gonna release like a more in-depth trailer as we get closer and once we're past Black Widow, mm-hmm. which is supposed to come out in July. So uh you know, I guess I guess we'll just have to see. They better stop pushing back these fucking movies. I'm getting real tired of it. Yeah, I think I think we might be out of it because yeah, Black Widow is is set now. It might even be June. I can't remember. Is Black Widow July or June? I think I saw something earlier today about Black Widow and it said July. Yeah, you're right. You're right. July 9th. Um, but yeah, that's that's set in stone. So hopefully yeah. now that I wonder if that's what they're gonna do with all these from now on because they they made Black Widow. Disney Plus and theater. I wonder if that was just like a one-time thing where they're like, we're tired of pushing it back. Let's just do this. Yeah. Or if they're contemplating doing that for a lot of these. I guess they'll test it with that one and see how it goes. I'm yeah. definitely going to see it in theaters, though. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's get the fuck out of this trailer park, brah. All right. I'm actually very excited. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Fucking Mortal Kombat. The this doesn't have any like tagline or anything, right? Well, I'm sure it has like a tagline, but like it doesn't. It's just called Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, just Mortal Good. Kombat, and I'm very happy about that. Um, I think this this really has nothing to do with anything. But just I'm almost getting over subtitles right now, or not subtitles. Yeah, a subtitle, just because like every movie seems to have one now, and yeah. I don't know if this trailer played when you saw Mortal Kombat, but did you see the trailer for the new Conjuring movie? Oh, God, yes. What a dumb mo- movie name. Like, that's so bad. Like, I'm I'm into the Conjuring movies. One and two are very good, but they're just called The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2, and then all of a sudden it's The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> I'm like, what? So dumb. <laughs> I, uh, I, I knew that's what it was called, and then, like, Watching the trailer and seeing, I was just like, it's set in. I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> Especially because it looks like it's very on the nose from the trailer. But anyway, yeah, we, we did this as a trailer park. I think we kind of said it then. But um, when HBO announced that they were putting all these movies out uh, on their streaming devices and I saw this on there, I was like, you know what? I can definitely just watch Mortal Kombat at home. 
that's probably going to be stupid. And then when the trailer came out and me and you were both like completely turned around and I were like, this looks like it could be pretty cool. And then just judging, don't know how you feel about it, but just based on our reaction after you saw it and I saw it, we were both like, oh my God, I really want to talk to you about it. It sucks because no one else I know has seen it. So I haven't talked about it with anybody. This is going to be a quick rundown because there's a lot of feature film debuts and a lot of smaller actors. But Simon McCoy, he is the director on this movie. This is his feature film debut. Uh, Greg Russo, he is one of the writers on the film. This is his feature film debut. He wrote both the story and the screenplay. Um, Dave Callahan, he wrote the story. That's the writer on Shang-Chi. Uh, along with Wonder Woman 84. He's doing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. He was the writer on Zombieland Double Tap. You know, a lot of stuff that we have either done on the pod or we're going to do. And then Oren Yuzil, he is the other writer on the movie. He did 22 Jump Street and The Cloverfield Paradox. As far as the cast goes, there's a lot of smaller actors on it. I would say actually like the biggest actor out of all the people involved is probably... um, Hiroyuki uh, Sahara, he plays um, a Scorpion, mm-hmm. or I guess Hans or whatever. But I mean, he's been in like so many different like samurai movies and stuff. He was in like uh, the Ring Two and Ringu. He was in the Wolverine, like Twilight Samurai, Forty Seven Ronin, stuff like that. But um, our main character, Louis Tan, he plays Cole Young. He was in Deadpool Two for a hot second. Uh, Wu Assassins. He was actually in the animated show for Mortal Kombat. And I'm blanking oh. on what it's called. I think it's Generations, but I feel like I'm getting that mixed up with X-Men. Jessica McName, she plays Sonya. She was in The Meg and Battle of the Sexes. Josh Lawson, he plays Kano. He was in Bombshell, uh, The 11 O'Clock, Anchorman 2. Joe Taslam, he plays Sub-Zero. He's in Fast and Furious 6. <laughs> Star <laughs> Trek Beyond, uh, what's it? Star Trek Beyond, I think. I always get all the Star Trek movies mixed up. And then... Uh, McCad Brooks is Jax. He's mainly from TV, but he was in Supergirl and True Blood. Uh, Ludi Lin, he plays uh, Luke Kang. He was in the Power Rangers movie, also Aquaman. And uh, Max Huang, he plays Kung Lao. He was He's in the first Kingsman, along with Hitman Agent 47. And then Chin Han is Shang Tsung. And he was, he's actually been in a lot, too. He's in Skyscraper and the Dark Knight and Ghost in the Shell and Contagion. I think he's in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, for like a hot minute yeah i knew there were a couple of those guys who actually showed up in various mcu movies but nothing like super substantial yeah i mean there's there's a lot of people i tried to there's more people than that i just tried to like there's a ton of characters in this movie yeah but i was just like these are the people that are like have more than just a couple lines really right but yeah man i mean i think if you listen to the beginning of the episode obviously you could tell we're pretty big fans of the franchise so i was excited for this and I guess I'll just start here. I think as a fan, this movie gives you pretty much most of what you would want. Yeah, it um there's definitely some fan service moments in there. They uh they don't hmm, how should I say this? When they go for the fatalities, it's a fucking fatality. Like mm-hmm. the blood is dope and like they do a really good job recreating a lot of the characters, like actual fatalities from the game. Yeah. And those were always really cool to see. There's a lot of uh subtle nods to the game and then not so subtle nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh you know, starting to talk about this movie, let's talk about that opening scene. Oh, dude. Okay. I 
I just gotta so say, I'll, good. I'll, I'll let you like talk mainly about it, but I just wanted to say when we did the trailer, and I was like, oh, nice, they're doing like Scorpion's like origin, Scorpion Sub Zero. In the back of my mind, I was like, how dope would it be if that's the opening sequence of this movie? And when the movie started, and that like it shows like his family in the garden, like actually in my chair, I was like, I was like. Oh fuck! I was like, they did it for me. <laughs> they did it, dude. Yeah, way to set the fucking plate. You know, like the uh First of all, they have the richest history in the game. Like in in all of the lore of Mortal Kombat. Like fuck Liu Kang. It's all about Scorpion and Sub Zero. They're the coolest characters. They have the coolest move sets, and it's just. There's just something that was always so cool about playing the game and, like, you know, your Scorpion, your friend Sub-Zero, and you got these two ninjas. They look very similar, but the colors are different, and it's, like, the, the fire versus the ice. Like, And then they went in and they added all this depth and layers to, like, their warring clans and stuff from, mm-hmm. like, ages ago and everything, and then you get into all the stuff with, like, Sub-Zero going to Outworld and Scorpion being trapped in the nether realm essentially. And dude fucking so happy. That scene was perfect. Perfect. So good. The, dude, like this isn't a spoiler for how I feel about the rest of the movie. That is, that is the best part of the entire movie is the first 10 minutes. I agree. I said this to you when, we, when I left the theater, I just texted you. I was like, can they just make a movie of just Sub-Zero and Scorpion fighting each other for like an hour and a half? Because I would have been 100% cool with that. Like, those, there's that first scene is so fucking good. I've watched like three or four times now. Like, I actually like just kept putting it on HBO. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. Um, Dude, and then there's, real there's good. One, one a little bit later on the movie that is equally, I don't know if it, it's equally as good, but it's still very good. Um, I really liked yeah. it. It's awesome. After that, like, I was cheesing. Like, I was in my seat, and it was funny. Like, I saw this in like, RPX at Regal. So it was a big-ass theater by myself, and I was just sitting in my chair, like, so happy. I was like, I can't believe I'm, like, liking this as much as I am. That opening sequence just sets the tone. It's so good. I also, like... Yeah, dude. I don't know if this was intentional, but, like, it was always so stupid in the old 90s movies that, like, Scorpion's spear came out of his hands and like no no one asked for that but then in this one it's yeah. like we're giving you what we want and then also like just like an added layer just to be cool like we're gonna give you the origin of his spear like his spear comes from the gardening tool of his dead wife i was like that's fucking awesome like i thought that was yeah, really yeah. cool yeah and him like using the rope and everything and then the rope is like a huge theme through the rest of the movie mm-hmm because he uses it to fasten to that tool that she's using, and that's how he, like, makes that spear. And then, like, his descendant makes, like, the the wristband out of rope, and it's yellow and black, like, Scorpion's colors. Not because of Scorpion, just because. That's just, like, the movie doing that. But then, like, he uses a rope for that, and that is... It's, like, a symbol of, like, the bond between him and his daughter, and it's the whole Scorpion lineage. It's all tied, like, with these ropes. That's They're all tied together. And even, like, uh, I don't want to spoil things. I almost just spoiled something. But, like, even <laughs> later in the movie, like, there's very rope-like things that happen with that wristband later mm-hmm. that relate to the spear, too. And, like, 
there's just like uh there's a lot of good like tethering to throughout there like there's a good good amount of detail and i think with something that we pointed out in the trailer park is like even from the trailer you can tell like oh these guys like the video game the people making this movie like the video game like yeah. they're fans of mortal Kombat. like i i don't think it's going to be like high art cinema but it's going to be fun and i think they're gonna do a good job taking care of what the fans want at least as best as they can. Like I wasn't necessarily confident in their ability, but I was confident in where they were coming from and like where uh, their motivation was. Yeah. I'll just say this, this will, you know, bring us to like different areas and stuff, but I do want to just stay on kind of like the fights and stuff real quick. But when I said, I think this movie's basically everything like a diehard fan would want. It's, you know, I think I said it earlier, like there's, there's really like a few main things that Mortal Kombat is and it's, it's the violent, over the top fights and it's the characters in the world building. I think the fights mm. they fucking nail to a T and I couldn't have been happier with the fights really. Like there's a few that I think stand yeah. out way more than the other ones, but in general I was just like, there's so many good moments in the action sequences and I love that. I think, I think character wise they could have done a little bit better of a job but there's some things in here like sprinkled in that are like fan servicey or like just deep cuts. Like they use a couple of characters that I was like, wow, they're bringing that character in here. That's pretty cool. Dude, can we talk about it? Yeah, I, I was going to say, and just like world building, I think, I think this story itself like is a little simple. We'll get to all that, but I think they did a decent job kind of establishing the world. And I think they've left it off in a good part, like a good place where they can go and do bigger things afterwards and now yeah take take it away for wherever you want to say now dude couldn't believe i've seen cabal in the fucking movie uh cabal so cabal's one of my favorite characters i think he's really underrated and i didn't know he was in this and then he showed up and i was like oh dude that's awesome like i think he was in the trailers i think they showed him i just missed him but looked awesome and the fact that he was was like that is so good and that one, that one line he has in the movie, I was like, "It's like that's that's me and Sky." Where he's like, they ask him about Kano, he's like, "He's a, he's a piece of piece of shit scumbag." You're gonna love him. I was like, "Me and Sky are piece of shit scumbags," <laughs> and you'll love us. That's, yeah, but yeah, yeah, dude. Like some of the character choices that they used for like the the people in here, I was like, "Cool." Like I'm glad that they're doing that. Like because they're, I like that they weren't just using. Like, we actually got to see Kung Lao in this movie, which mm-hmm. in the original ones, he's already dead. Yeah. He's another, uh, we'll get to it, but Kung Lao is one of my favorite characters in the game, too. I was very excited to see him in it. Yeah, I feel like he's super underrated, like, even in, like, Mortal Kombat lore, because he's always used as this this kind of motivating device to propel Liu Kang, and mm-hmm. he's not really given enough of, like, his own shit. Yeah. But, like... You fight me in Mortal Kombat 2 and I'm Kung Lao, like, I will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Like, the flying kick, the fast flying kick, the throwing the hat, the buzzsaw hat on the ground, the teleport. Like, you, there's no fucking with that, man. Mm-hmm. The buzzsaw hat, this is a spoiler, but going back to, like, the fight scenes and, like, doing stuff to make the fans happy, the buzzsaw hat which I'm pretty sure they put that in the game when they did the Liu Kang 
Kung Lao spinoff game, the Shaolin Monks one. I think they put that in mm-hmm. there, and then it's basically like had to be in basically every game. That's one of my favorite fatalities. And I remember when we when we did our freaky episode, and we were talking about like mm-hmm. the buzzsaw moment of that, and you were like, they show everything. In my head, I was just like, no, I think they could have taken a little bit further, and they they take it further in this. This is what I wanted that oh, to yeah. be. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's so fucking cool. Like, when it happened, I was like, oh, like that kind of <laughs> laugh where you're like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fucking sick. So cool. Yeah, yeah, dude, they did a really good job honoring the fatalities. Mm-hmm. Um, I even loved, and I think they show this in the trailer, but, like, adding, like, yeah, they definitely did. They, they like, add the layer of, like, Sub-Zero freezes Jack's arms off. That's why he has mm-hmm. the mechanical arms now. Yeah. Like, I like that, like, weaving of characters that maybe it's not necessarily from the games, but it absolutely makes sense as, like, storytelling-wise. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, totally okay with that, especially a game like Mortal Kombat where it's like, yeah, fudge some of the story to make it fit a more well, cinematic experience. Fuck yeah. I was gonna say, also, the story of Mortal Kombat, like, there's certain things that I think are pretty like set in stone, but Mortal Kombat's also had retcons. It's had games that, um, like the reboot in 2011, changes a lot of different like like history. Um, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure Jax has lost his arms now, including this movie. I think four times from or like four different storylines. Like I, he's lost it from yeah. Goro. He's lost it from Ermac. I think he lost it just in like the war from like a grenade, and now it hits Sub Zero. Yeah. So that's like something that I was like, I don't mind you changing it at all. Because well, one, I wouldn't, I don't really mind you changing much in this. Like, if you had like, we'll get to differences between the game and this, but uh, you know, it's it's something that has been changed so many times. But that was something I'm like, it's been done in three different ways already. Like, doesn't matter if you do it again. I think I actually think yeah. it was cool that it was Sub Zero, just the way they did it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, I'm still a sub for Sub Zero. <laughs> Were you Sub Zero or Scorpion guy growing up? I think it was more of a Sub-Zero. Mm. I think I used him a lot more. I always liked Scorpion. And, yeah, they're uh, both awesome. Like, uh, it's so impossible to pick. Like, yeah. if uh, I was never, like, uptight about it. Like, if someone was like, I'm Sub-Zero, I'd be like, okay, fine, I'm Scorpion. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> like, I don't care. I, the one thing I was going to say, that, and I think they, they've already announced, like, the, the actor who plays Sub-Zero, I think he said that he has already signed on to do four more movies. Yeah, he signed on for five. I actually have a theory about all this so we can get into. I don't know if you want to do it at the end or I could talk about it right now if you want. It doesn't matter. It's not really um, a spoiler. Let's actually let, it is. Let's do it. Let's do it at the end. But I was I all was right. going to say, though, there's more movies, so they'll have opportunity to do it. But in this one, just going back between like Sub-Zero and Scorpion, I've always loved Sub-Zero's fatality where he rips the guy's head off and the spine comes with it. And I was like, yeah. oh, if they do that in this movie, I'm just going to lose it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, like the any action sequence, I think is really awesome. But I do have a good amount of negatives on the movie. Um, yeah. Do you want to get into some of those? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Just because it ties into this, I'm going to say this one real quick. I've talked a ton about the action sequences, and I think they're awesome. And if this is how all the other movies are, I wouldn't really complain but as good as they are, I think they could be better. Yeah. I think the blood and everything like definitely makes them more fun and the overtop nature of them and seeing like signature moves just makes them feel really awesome and just like you're watching the highest budget version of the game as possible, but 
there's some especially with a few characters that I think maybe the actors couldn't do what they wanted them to do, but there's some that are very quick cutty and yeah, I think we're, I think we're spoiled by John wick, but like, I was just like, Oh, this is like the perfect type of movie to like get like, you know, Derek Colstad in and just like, be like, we're doing like wide shots and just like, you're going to see everything. I was thinking like, how awesome would it be to like set up a fight where it's in a wide, just like you're watching the game, you know, like that, like same perspective. It'd been fucking awesome. So yeah, like if they, I feel like at times there's just a little too many cuts, and I think they could have been a little bit better, as good as they are. Yeah, that would be something that would make sense. Like I would like to see that as like a, um, well, one not only so you can better see the action, but two, it would almost work as a better storytelling device in the next movie, if the next movie. Because I guess this is a light spoiler, but there is no tournament in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is something I'm... I don't know if I necessarily consider it a negative, but I am kind of like, huh? So I guess they're setting up for... This is the preseason. This is the yeah, best preseason that's movie the thing. ever. It's like, <laughs> I think that would be cool is in the set... Like, so let's say the second movie is the tournament. Then to film the aspects of the fights in the tournament almost like a sporting event like you're watching it like this is just like oh we're watching mortal Kombat tv yeah pardon me because uh you know we were saying they're they signed up for a bunch of movies and stuff like that i wonder if like you somehow don't do the tournament in the next movie and then make almost make the tournament like your big event movie but i don't think there's enough there to do that like i think i think maybe you do the tournament in the next movie and then go on and do some of those like other storylines, like from like MK4, where we're like maybe like you bring in Shinnok or like Quan Chi and those characters and stuff like that. But well, here's my theory of where they're going with this. I think the next movie is the tournament. The third movie is Outworld invades anyway. Mm. They say fuck the rules. We're tired of waiting. We're just going to wage war. Fuck it. The elder gods don't pay attention anyways. Like we're just taking earth realm. Doesn't matter. That'd be cool. I think it would be extra cool too. Cause I got other, cause like we're going to get into like characters that we want to see in the sequels. I think mm-hmm. it'd be cool too. If like in, at that point, like some, maybe sometime in the battles of the second movie through the tournament Outworld makes an allegiance with the nether realm. Yeah. And then they're kind of just like, okay, we want, we want um, Earth Realm, but like anybody who dies, like you can have their souls, or mm. we'll share their souls, like Shang Tsung and Quan Chi or something. We'll strike up a deal, or it's like Outworld and Nether Realm. Like we'll share this just to help, like help us conquer. Like we'll use the armies, mm-hmm. and I think that would be the third movie. That'd be cool. There's, there's really like four realms in Mortal Kombat. There's Earth Realm, Outworld, Nether Realm, and then Adenia is the other one, which is kind of like. Looks all kind of like a, I don't know, almost like Greek. Maybe it's like a little for, like there's a lot of greens in it, but um, mm-hmm. may, maybe you get something where like they introduce Adenia in like one of the movies and them and Earth Realm team up, and then you have the other two. That might be kind of cool. For sure, though, I think because Nether Realm doesn't really play the biggest role in this movie. It's kind of more like referenced. For sure, though, it's going forward. It's gonna have to be a bigger bigger role just like with what they've done with some characters in this movie there's no way that they can't really like expand the the world going forward 
Right. You you talked about though like the story. The story for me, it's it's tough cuz I actually really like that it's it's not the tournament. Cuz we've seen the tournament before and mm-hmm. I kind of like that it's like like I didn't know what was going to happen what they were doing. So I was kind of like, you know what this is like cool that they're doing essentially a Mortal Kombat prequel here. Like yeah. And there are so many like there's like a lot of history with characters. I was like, it's cool that I'm I'm getting to see that. That being said, like the biggest the biggest flaw in the movie throughout it in general is the writing. Like the writing is not very good on the movie. Like and yeah. I think the story like if you just want to isolate the story, I think the story does its job. It's like super straightforward and basic and it's basically just like yeah, uh these people are going to invade so we need to train and then beat them. That's like the whole movie right there. I think it it does its job for what they want to do, but that's like not very good. <laughs> More so than even just the story. I think the writing on the characters is pretty weak because there's a lot of characters in this movie. And I would say only like three actually shine. And yeah. And like two that don't shine in my opinion are your main character. And then like basically the main character of mortal Kombat, Luke Kang. Like I think they're two of the worst characters on screen. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Totally agree. That's actually one of my notes. It's like, I want like, I understand how he was used. I really want more Scorpion. He's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're set up with this amazing opening scene. And then you're told to follow this other guy. And he's very, like, bland. I had a really hard time caring about him or, yeah. like, what was going on with him. And I'm like, wait, that's his daughter? Like, I don't know. The, like, the relationship between, like, him and his family just seemed, like, really weak. And it's just, I don't know. They were almost, like, unnecessary, like, to be there. I was confused, like, when it, when it started, like... Because, like, they don't really do a very good job of really, like, setting up the character. I think by the end, you have to basically just assume that it's, like, his family is the most important thing to him. But when the movie started up, I was like, is this just, like, a a friend? Like, I didn't know that it was his daughter at first. Then you basically find out, like, after, like, the boxing scene. But, yeah, and and then he's just kind of bland for, like, the whole whole movie. I think if, if if your name is Cole and you're in a movie... You're gonna be a shitty character. <laughs> yeah, like, I've never never heard of a character named Cole that is that is cool. In general, I, there's so many characters in it, and I'm 100 percent on board. Like I'm excited now. Like you're doing another Mortal Kombat movie. This is gonna be like three movies or more, whatever it is. Five. I'm here for it. I hope though that going forward, they keep some of the same people. Like I'm cool with the same director. Um. I'm I'm cool with like you know some of the writers, but like I think when you have more money, hopefully, because I think this movie is doing very well at the box office, and I'm not sure how revenue works with like streaming services, but I'm hoping with more money and stuff, bring in like a, like a ringer type writer and like nail the characterization, because I think people can tell like I I enjoyed this movie, I had fun with it. If the characters were better in this movie, I'd be like this might be like the best video game movie ever made. And like in general, I would say this is like a decent movie. And like right now I'm, I'm more so on the fence of like, I don't really think this is like that good of a movie, but I think this is a super fun movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent agree. That's kind of like my feelings. And that's kind of what we expected going into it too. Like mm-hmm. not expecting it to be like blowing us away, but definitely fun. So I felt like they did a good job delivering on that. You know who steals the show for me? And I think it's going to be the answer for 
pretty much everybody yeah, who Kano. sees this. Kano, man. <laughs> I was like, fuck, Kano's cool as shit. And this, I mean, he's a scumbag. And he, you know, he says things that are very problematic, but yeah, just him, his performance is very magnetic and mm-hmm. really good. I was like, this guy's fucking killing it. He, like, he, like, that guy just is Kano. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, that's the only guy who could ever do that now in my eyes. And I don't even really know that guy that well. Yeah. But he did an awesome job being Kano. Mm-hmm. I agree. Kano is not a character in the games that I'm, like, that I've ever, like, really liked. Like, I never select him. I never play as him. It's just kind of like, whatever. He seems expendable. His moveset's here, pretty he, whack. Yeah. And then, like, here, like, like when I said there's, like, three characters that really shine, it's... It's Kano, I think, number one, or maybe mm-hmm. number two. It's like yeah. Sub-Zero, Kano are one and two, and then Scorpion's three, just because Scorpion's in it so little. But, yeah, man, like, the guy who plays Kano just, like, kills it. And he has, I think he has a lot of the best lines in it. And there was one that actually, like, made me laugh out loud in the theater. And uh, it's when uh, they're at the dinner table, and he, like, basically, like, unlocks his power, which we can get into that, too, if you want. But basically, they're like, you're weak. Like you should be bound to the on your knees, bound to this guy, and he just gets up and he's like, "It's like I got a better idea. Why don't you guys get on your knees and take turns sucking my sack?" Uh, yeah, I laughed at that too. I that was really I'm funny. Child, <laughs> we're children. Yeah, just the way he said it. But yeah, Kano is awesome. He's a, he's a scene stealer, and and it's weird because like. I mean, he's definitely a, a bigger character. He was in the original game and stuff like that, but he's never someone that I would feel like you focus a movie around, and they really don't, but if you, like, just go off screen time, he's probably, like, on screen the second most in the movie or something like that. Like, he's in it a lot, way more than I thought he would be, because I think in the trailer, you only see him a couple times, and one's, like, right at the end where he's just, like, Kano wins, blah, blah, blah. Well, this kind of leads into a negative of mine, and it's, I guess it's not really the movie's fault so much as it is the marketing's fault. So, like, Kano's in the movie a lot, and he's not really advertised a lot in the previews and stuff, which I have no problem with that because I think he was great. But everything with the marketing for this movie is Scorpion. Like, Scorpion is on everything. He's the focal point of, like, all the trailers, and he's barely in it. Like, he's definitely, like, the driving force in the movie. But I just feel like it's, like, really misleading. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, he's one of the most popular characters. He's one of the coolest characters. He has the best scene in the beginning of the movie, and then he fucks off for the rest of it. And it's, like, that kind of feels shitty. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I want I want more. I mean, I guess it's good to leave you wanting more, but like, I just feel like it was almost promised as one thing and then delivered on something else. Mm -hmm. Like they, like they suckered you into the theater with all the Scorpion sub zero stuff. And it's really only like 10% of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It was, it was kind of a bummer because like you said, that first scene is such a highlight. And then also he, I think he is my favorite character in the game and, uh, he wasn't in it that much. I'm hoping he's in it more. Um, and if you want to, like, start getting into spoilers or whatever, they kind of leave it off like he's definitely going to be used more, I think. But yeah, I, I definitely wish he was in it more. There are certain characters that they, like, kind of chose to, like, focus on a little more that I was kind of like, it's a little whack. Like, really with Kano, I don't know if you needed that much Kano in it. I don't know. Part of me almost, I don't know how you do it. Part of me almost feels like 
you come at this movie from a different angle or or even do the scorpion stuff in another movie but i don't think you could do that as the first one if you're trying to get a universe going but that first scene is just so good that i feel like there should have been more with that character and then it, it takes a backseat the focus is on some characters that i just wish it wasn't mainly cole and i also didn't really like sonya very much either yeah she was kind of annoying yeah I don't in general, I don't really like a lot of the Earth Realm human characters I've never been like the biggest fan of in the game. Like I'm not like the biggest fan of Sonya. I really don't like Johnny Cage, which I was I was happy he wasn't in this movie. Looks like he'll definitely be in the next one. I know a lot of people like that character. I'm not the biggest fan, but uh it would have been cool to get more of that. But I, I think we're gonna get a lot of that character and Sub Zero in later movies because there is so much history and they kind of the end set something up. What was your theory about Sub Zero though? Ah, so here we go. Spoilers. Big spoilers. Sub-Zero and Scorpion battle. And in that battle, he, like, sheds his armor. And he's down to just, like, kind of, like, the gear underneath. Mm, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, and this lines up to the lore in the games because Bihan later becomes Noob Saibot. Mm -hmm. So I think the next movie, because he is signed on for five, I think when he comes back, he's coming back as Noob Saibot. Okay. That'd be and cool. like him shedding the armor and being down to just like the black of his gear, like is, is the subtle nod to like, here he comes, you know? Yeah. And then like them leaving him toasted on the ground there. Like that's how he comes back. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. It's funny because like sub zero dies so many times and there's so many iterations of that character that they could literally like just keep killing him off and bring him back because <laughs> he's, he's noob Cybot. There's cyber sub zero which is basically yep. a, a reskin of uh, like Sector Cyrax. Um, and then there's, you know, th there's two different Sub-Zero's. Uh, Sub-Zero's brother, I'm trying to remember his name, but he takes the mantle yeah. on of Sub-Zero. He's the one in Mortal too. Kombat 3. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do a bunch of different stuff like that. When Once you said like he takes the, the suit off and it's the black, I was like, oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could yeah. see it for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested what they're going to do next, if it's going to be the tournament or if they're going to try and do another story. I don't think he can. Like, he can't do another training movie. That's basically what this is. Yeah. I think a lot of these characters are going to come back. I think some of them got, got done dirty. Like, I think Goro's, like, a big, big character. And he's in, like... Oh, yeah. He's in, like, a fight, and he dies. But maybe they... Maybe they bring in Shiva or, like, Kintaro or something like that that you can kind of replace him with. Or I always he, like Kintaro more anyways. Really? He's kind of got like that tiger stripe thing going on in the back of him. He just seemed scarier. He just seemed more gnarly. Yeah, I mean, I think I said this on the trailer park. I wasn't expecting great performances in this movie. That being said, when I was watching them and like some of these characters' performances are like super wooden, I was like, ah, oh, damn it. So I kind of wish that someone, like, I think Liu Kang's really bad. I'm just going to say it. I, I think the actor yeah, who plays Liu Kang is pretty shit. Didn't like him. Yeah. I was like, damn. I'm glad he wasn't the focal point of the movie, though. One, because he wasn't very great. But you know what it is? Is I feel like he might have been hired more so as a martial artist than an actor. Well, I think like, that's they what put they did that with, first. Yeah. I think that's what they did with a lot of these these characters or the actors. Is they, they brought them in because they're like, yeah, they can fight. Because um, if you think about it, like the ones that definitely feel the most like characters are like Kano and... Jacks maybe like they they maybe yeah. like they feel the most like human and I think those are two actors that like really aren't like martial artists I could be wrong but I know like 
like the guy who plays Jax, like did like Desperate Housewives and stuff like that. And um, yeah. so like, yeah, there's definitely actors that are there specifically because they're like, yeah, we're going to need you to like pull off some cool, some cool shit. I still, I still just wish it was a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, same. Well, hopefully this gets eyes on it. I think people, well, I'm assuming people like it, but we're about to find that out. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe that'll get them more money. They can get on some better actors or something with for like playing these, filling out these other roles. There's a lot of characters to play from. We'll talk about that. But first, can they use some tomato tomatoes? All right, tomato tomato tomato. The critics they're bringing this in at a fifty six percent. Fifty fifty six. Yeah, they're failing it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Tomato, the audience, they're bringing it in at a 87%. Okay, so is that a B plus? That's a that's a B plus, yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. This one was tough to grade because I think if I was grading this like with a critic mind, like talking about the story, the writing, stuff like that, I would probably grade it lower than what I'm about to give it. But I had such a good time watching it, and as a Mortal Kombat fan, I feel like it did it did me dirty in some places, but for the most part, it gave me it gave me um, a good amount of what I was looking for, and then it, it surprised me with some things. So I'm gonna say tomato, uh-huh. and I gave this a B minus. Nice. I'm teetering nice. though. Yeah. I'm teetering on a C plus B minus. Okay. Um, Actually, I think I wrote it down as a C plus in my phone. Let me look. Well, I'm just going to say my grade because I went tomato and I went C plus. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna... I'm actually, I wrote it down as C plus in my phone. I think just talking about it now got me hyped. And I was like, yeah, I think B minus, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like right there. Like if I'm a B minus, I'm an 80. And if I'm a C plus, I'm a 79. Like it's okay. really hard for me to split the difference. Like honestly have at it. Mm-hmm. I did write it down as C plus though. So yeah. Like like I said earlier, Whoops. I uh, I I don't think this is like I think the story's like pretty meh or bad. I think meh might even be like nice. I think the characterization's pretty awful, and yeah, I think like the characters, the acting is like really wooden. A lot of characters are not for the amount of characters in the movie. There's a lot that aren't interesting, and usually that makes up a very bad movie. But I think the, the fight scenes are just so awesome. And I had so much fun watching it. And also they're just doing right so much by the source material that I I said this to Brianna when I got back from the movie. This is probably my favorite, like, bad movie that I've seen in a very long time. Like, I would not call this movie good, but I really like it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, I I don't know. It's, It's on streaming and stuff like that. I thought about it. I was like, as a Mortal Kombat fan, I might want to buy this. Like, I I really thought the fights were that fun. Like, I, I just, I loved every fight sequence. And I am actually a fan of this going forward and doing other stuff. Like, I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely interested to see where they go from here. I mean, I already got theories for where they go from there. A lot of movies don't do that. A lot of movies, I'm just like, man, why are they setting up for the sequel in the first one? Like, but this one, I'm like, yeah. Where do we go from here? I want to see that. Yeah. There's there's one thing that is spoiler that I forgot to mention. I just want to, or I think you'll agree real quick, and it's nothing that really needs to be talked about too much, but, you know, they they have a lot of characters, like, throughout, like, the end of the movie. Like, this is actually kind of a negative. They 
a lot of the fight sequences at the end of the movie, they like montage them a little bit. Oh yeah. But, but they do that to like let everyone kind of like strike their pose and basically just do their fatality that everyone wants to see. And Sonya doesn't really get to do a fatality. She, she stabs a character with a garden gnome and that's basically it. And for me, like she fights in earth realm at some place, Jack's fights in another spot and Jack's fights, uh, Raikou, Raikou, I think is, mm-hmm. the, is the character that he fights, which is also, that's a deep cut character, but the fatality that Jack's does is awesome. I'm here for that, but they have them fight on the pit. Yes. And if you're going to fight on the pit, you have to do the uppercut. Pit. Yes. He has yeah. to uppercut him off the pit. I was almost just like, just put Sonya on the pit. Let her do that. Put Jack somewhere else. Ha- let him do his fatality. Yeah. Also, like Sonya's a better Sonya's a better like hand to hand combat fighter. Like, just have her do the uppercut. <laughs> the fucked up thing about it too, or have your main character do the uppercut because that's planted as a seed earlier, where it's like hit him with yeah. your uppercut and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So like, why not do that? But like, yeah, you. It was cool to see the pit. And the Jack's fatality was the exact fatality he has in Mortal Kombat 2. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was a cool nod, but, like... Or at the very least, once you once he clapped his head off, have the body fall down the pit and then f- do the camera following the body, like, in the game. And then that... That I would be okay with. You do the fatality and then the fall down the pit. Mm-hmm. You you said it in the pit and you didn't use the pit. Yeah. That was that was a letdown Crazy. for me. Like, that, that's why I said, like, this movie as a fan hits about 75% of what you would want. I think there's some things that I think yeah. fans are going to be like, Oh, I wish you did this or whatever. But like in general, especially when it comes to video game movies, I think there's a lot of times you watch a video game movie and you're like, this is nothing like the video game. This sucks. Like people like talk about doom all the time and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is nothing like the movie. <laughs> so, yeah. or like the game, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was just one thing I wanted to mention. Um, I should have said it earlier, but yeah. That's that was a little bit of a bummer. It's so iconic yeah. too. Well, sir, speaking of icons and iconic things, I want to talk about some iconic characters that we want to see in the next movies. Okay. I want to I want to do a top. I want to hear your top 3. I know we wrote down 5, but I have a feeling our we're going to have a lot of overlap. Okay. I'll do my honorable mentions afterwards then because there was there's one in particular that I want to talk about, but he's my number four. Oh, okay. My number three is Ermac. All right. Very cool. So is mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's Ermac the overlap would, already. Ermac would Ermac's just be a badass. really cool character. Yeah. You get that, that psychic or well, like telekinetic type five. I, don't, I think that's what he is, right? He's telekinetic. Yeah. He, yeah. It's really cool. Also, Ermac just looks like a badass. Um, And that way, I think Ermac is from Netherrealm. Yep. And so that's a way that you you introduce you know introduce characters from there, um, yeah. He's he's one of my favorites. I remember in Mortal Kombat Deception, me and my buddy Frank, we would just play that game all the time. And like that was one that we're like every other game, we're like I'm playing Ermac this time, <laughs> like yeah. So because you just wreck house with Ermac, yeah. Cool. So, I mean, do you have anything to say about Ermac or no? No, no. All I right. mean, I will have something to say coming back to it. Okay. Uh, my number two, then moving on. My number two is, uh, Cyrax. Oh, very cool. Not on my list. Yeah. See, I would like to see Cyrax one. I think he's awesome. I think, uh, 
I think it'd be really cool to have like you know a android type character. Also, like I think they all the weapons and stuff. There could be some gnarly fatalities that they do with them. But uh, I always thought those characters were cool. And then also that kind of you can set up in different like if you're gonna do Cyber Sub Zero or something like that. You plant the seed in one movie with Cyrax, you lead it on later on down the road. So I think you can do some different things with that. But yeah. Well, my number two is uh, he's actually my favorite character to play as. Like once he was introduced in the games, I think he was introduced in Deadly Alliance. And then since then, I was just like, oh, I love playing as this character. Probably the guy who like I can I can just straight up combo you all the way to fatality if I play as him, is uh, Ken Shi. Mm, okay. Ken Shi was my number four. That was the one that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, see, this is why I was like, maybe let's just do three, because I have a feeling we're going to end up hitting all of our five anyways. Okay. Yeah, Ken Shi's awesome. Also, cast Keanu Reeves as Ken Shi. Oh, that'd be, oh, be perfect. Yeah. Like, perfect casting. I, I was going to say, like, like Deadly Alliance Kenshi looks like Neo with like I'm pretty sure in one of the Matrix movies Neo has like a his head his eyes like blindfolded. Yeah. It looks like Keanu Reeves. I was just like it'd be perfect. Also you can yeah, just and do Keanu the- Reeves can do the action. Yeah. You That's can what- leave the camera on that man and he'll just fuck people up and he's got the sword and he has like the kinetic like pushing and like mm-hmm. the dude oh my god. I could you start a match with me I'm immediately picking you up, slamming you back and forth, then pushing you back, and then slicing you with the sword, and then coming back. Like I'll fuck you up with Kenshi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, um, the actor who plays Scorpion, uh, Hiroyuki, I think he's worked with Keanu on 47 Ronin too. It's just perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, well, very cool. And I think your number one is my number one. Okay, my number one is Baraka. Never mind. Ooh, okay. They show Baraka for a hot second in this movie in like a like a painting or whatever. Um, yeah, I I love Baraka. Uh, he might be like behind like Scorpion Sub Zero, my favorite character. Um, one, I mean, his character is super easy to play as. Uh, I was just really good at him, but I love his fatalities and also just he's just badass. I also think they did Molina a little dirty in this movie. So it'd be cool yeah. to get another uh, character of that race in here that they can maybe do right. But, and again, that's another, pretty sure that's Netherrealm also, unless that's Outworld. But I think, you know, it's another character that you can do some cool stuff with. Who's your number one? My number one, I actually thought this was going to be your number one. Um, he's another one of the, these characters who it's like, when I can play as him, I will fucking ruin you. Quan uh, Chi. Oh, cool. See, I think they're gonna do Quan Chi. Like, I think just like based on how the stories are in the games, you can you'll. So you want to hear my theory? Yeah. So Quan Chi in the games, he he's basically like keeping Scorpion's soul in the Nether Realm. He's basically a slave to Quan Chi. I think by this sort of like releasing Scorpion into into the Earth Realm and like being able to do that thing, it's like Quan Chi's gonna be like. Yeah, I did that favor for you. Now you're going to do this for me. And the next time we see Scorpion, will be in the next movie. He'll be in the tournament, but he'll almost be like possessed kind of. Mm-hmm. Like he won't have like full agency over his body. And then like, I think this is the way to go. Cole, 
is killed by Scorpion in the next movie. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> I, I would love it. that because one, I don't fucking like Cole, and two, like then you have like that inner turmoil, and then him killing someone from his own bloodline is what kind of like frees him from Quan Chi's control, and mm-hmm. then you have a battle because Ermac is another one that Quan Chi can have on, in his palm, and now you have Ermac versus Scorpion, and that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm here for it. I. Uh, it's not that I want them to do it but like i've said it on a lot of episodes killing off characters that like actually matter like definitely like increases the stakes a little bit i think it would be not that i like cole as a character but i think if you kill it off that would be like holy shit also then i think you get to focus on characters that people like a little bit more and right like we were saying earlier like i'm not opposed to them making this like a like a scorpion like centric like storyline in, in some ways so i'd be cool for it yeah yeah the only one that we didn't talk about that was in my list and my number five i was kind of like there's a few characters like i wasn't too into it but i was kind of surprised katana's not in this this movie yeah because she's actually a very important character and melina's in it so that was just just there and then um you didn't for, see shao khan either yeah you don't see shao khan um I'm assuming you will eventually. Like, Chang Sung is the villain of MK1. I'm pretty sure Shao Kahn comes into MK2. Yeah. Um, but part of me was like, they mentioned him. I was just like, maybe if you're going to like bring in more stuff with like Liu Kang, show more of his backstory, you could show Bo Raicho because that's who they set up in this one. Oh, I loved that they mentioned him. I'm like, yeah, I fucking love that guy. <laughs> they, uh, and for the reason that I didn't put him at my five, like I moved him off, was I was just like, that'd be cool. Like he's like definitely a different character. Maybe he could like add like a little bit of levity to a few scenes because he's basically just like a drunk, fat dude. Um, yeah. But then I thought about some of his fatalities, and he has like the one where he like farts and melts them. And I was like, yeah, I was like, if you put, well, he, he yeah, I, I was going to say, say barfs like, or farts. He there's a fatality where he farts, and then there's a special move where he barfs, and then the character will slip on it. But I was just like, yeah, that's that right. almost has the potential to just get like really stupid. So that's why I took him off. I was like, eh, fuck it. Um, yeah, there's a few other characters. I like Sindel. Sindel's pretty cool. Other than her line in, <laughs> what is it, in Armageddon or whatever, the Annihilation. Annihilation. <laughs> Too bad you will die. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie is horrible. Yeah. Laughably horrible. Yeah. But... Yeah, man, this is it's funny because like we just did uh we just did Kong vs. Godzilla, which like is like a little bit in the same vein where it's like a movie with like the not the best story, like hinges a lot on its action set pieces. Uh but I like really like this movie compared like Godzilla is getting like a barely a passing grade for me, and then this one I'm just like I'm so high on this. <laughs> It's probably just because I'm such a big MK fan, but yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Hopefully we get more fun movies like this. Um, I actually don't even know what's next for us, but I'm sure it'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. I'm glad we got to do this one. Yeah, I was excited to talk about this. Since we did the trailer park, I was like, oh shit, like, yeah, this is on notice. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, man. Glad we got that. Uh, we got more coming soon. We might even have some brackets to do soon. I don't even know. We got to take a look at what the schedule for movie releases looks like. 
But, uh, yeah, best way you guys can stay tuned and up to date with all of that is uh, subscribing to the show, listening wherever you get podcasts, and following us on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. You can even follow me at Sky Two Dudes. And you can follow me at Colin Two Dudes. Uh-huh. That just makes sense. That's easy branding for you. <laughs> so do that. Uh, leave us five stars on uh, iTunes. And, uh, yeah, go watch these movies. Like, they're streaming. You may as well watch them. I'm hoping you watch them before you got to this point. Like, after we've spoiled, like, a hundred things. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's a fun time. Go do that and come back to us. And, yeah, until then, suck it, Swampies. <laughs> <laughs>